Today's episode will be about journaling and what I've noticed about my ritual of daily journaling and writing journals throughout my life is that there is pretty much always one common denominator that comes out of this and that is a better understanding of self. It brings a calming to your life. So I picked Howlite to be the stone of today's episode because Howlite is known to be a calming stone. So this is a stone that is usually chosen for someone with anxiety. It has a color, that white color, that just gives that soothing energy to birth to provide the person with the stone that calmness that you need. It's also helpful to anyone who might be overreacting and you know, overreacting sounds negative because I do feel like someone who can be very reactive, but these reactions and these emotions are brought to us to tell us stories. So this is a practice that is really great so that you can feel all those feels, but instead of reacting, you can scribble them all out on my page um, or your page. It's interesting when I look back at times in my life where I do feel like I had that overreacting mind that how light helps with you can kind of even see it with how I was scribbling and like writing outside the pages like the the journaling you know feels your body and we'll talk about that but this stone can also be good for someone who suffers with nightmares or someone who is scared to fall asleep so I know as a child I was scared of the dark so I would almost just lay around all night long in fear of being asleep um, in fear that I would miss something because I was asleep so now that I know about how light how wonderful it could have been as a child to have that stone so I hope you enjoy today's episode and thanks again for showing up hello guys welcome back to coffee and crystals it is a very interesting day here in la i am recording from my apartment the dollhouse if you will this is like a yoga bra and i'm like recording in a new spot because as some of you who are watching this i guess you can't really see from this angle but i am experiencing some leaks there is a lot of water damage going on in my apartment right now, which has really thrown a wrench into the podcast schedule. It is definitely hard to record when you're moving your entire belongings and technology around at all times, because if you guys are tuning in from cities outside of LA, I'm sure you've heard about it on the news, but we have had an extreme amount of rain this year, and for apartments like mine, they just cannot handle all this rain. So I am moving, Finley and I will be moving in with a friend in the South Bay. So there's just a lot of changes and turmoil going on in my life, which has created me a, you know, a long to-do list where I have really had trouble prioritizing, but, you know, with the practice of prioritizing and making lists every day. I am still trugging away, trying to stay consistent on bringing you content. But as we have talked about before, the whole purpose of this show was for me to come on and be real with you guys, to storytell, be completely honest with what is going on in my life, because 
I'm trying to write a book. So this is almost an audio book podcast of my story, but also a place where you can learn rituals and wellness practices that can help up level your life. So welcome to the show. For those of you who are new, I am Katie, a coffee and crystal lover, and I wanted to update everyone today on my notes. I was going to be recording today a very up-level, inspirational, motivational show, but we're going to pivot a little bit. I think that you'll still get motivation and inspiration out of what I'm going to talk about today. But in my own life with the move, you know, a lot of travel with my work, um, some changes in my personal life, with some of my relationships. And then today, just hearing a dear, dear friend of mine has been admitted to the hospital and having some health things, which is creating um, worry and fear in my life and adding that on top of just trying to get up every day and live my purpose. I've had to go back to the basics and really practice what I preach. So you guys know I'm a writer and a believer in journaling, but today's episode, I'm going to give you in my notes, I thought I was giving you 10 reasons why journaling is good to heal trauma, to manifest, to get organized. Um, I had a list of things, but then when I actually counted them up, I have 11 things to share with you as to why journaling is something that you need to add into your life. This morning, my heart felt so heavy. So um, getting that out all on paper has just been something that is 100% a healing property in my life. It's something about putting like mind, body, and soul together. So you can really have that moment with yourself, you know, pen to paper. It's different than typing. It's different than me being on audio talking to you guys right now. This is literally a connection where I, every morning, or if I skip it in the morning, I find quiet and stillness in my day to have that time with my journal three page minimum. I got that from the artist way, but honestly, I think that guy is onto something. Um, If you are able to write out three pages with your own hand and pen, you know, you are connecting with your inner soul. You are also connecting with your physical body. This is also something that can be really helpful for your mental and your spiritual health. And I've been using journaling as a tool to get through my life for years. So with all this going on, you can bet yourself anything, any rock, you can bet a diamond on the fact that I am going to be up-leveling my journaling. And it's not just so I can get on here and have content. It actually helps with that. And we'll talk about that in the 11 reasons why journaling is so important to add into your daily routine. But just know that this podcast today is truly coming from my heart. And everything that I am going over, I wholeheartedly practice and believe in, and I'm excited to share that with you guys to get today. So thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the motivation of today's show. Let's get into it. 11 reasons why you should start journaling today. 
Okay, so number one, and number one might be a little biased to your hostess here of the show who wants to be a author and who is a writer. I spend a lot of time content writing on all of the things I do, social media management, recruitment. I do a lot of MailChimp work on the side, and I'm just a social butterfly. So I'm in your inbox, I'm in your DMs, I'm always writing. So one thing I love about journaling is you always have a record of how you're feeling throughout all moments of your life, the pivotal ones, the bad ones. You can be like, you know, really searching and manifesting and wanting something in your life. But then if you're journaling every day, you can actually even see if that changes anything, you know, like for example, you might really want a promotion at work and you really just feel in your heart and soul that with this promotion, you will feel so great. But if you're journaling every day, you can kind of just look back at how you were showing up physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and you can actually track, you know, these moments in your life and see if they are making a difference. See if you are moving forward. Number two, you can find the gratitude in your life and ground yourself. You know, as I kicked off this podcast is it's a tough time and I already feel like I was having a tough time. So I think when things feel externally noisy and feels like people or things are picking on you, journaling can be a way to get you back into your crown chakra connect with self, maybe, you know, to some of you who aren't speaking to God on a daily basis, or that's like not your thing. This is also just a place where you can search for things that are good in your life instead of focusing on all the negative things, because when things are bad, they're not going to go away. I hate the idea of positive or toxic positivity where you're just writing around a bunch of grateful things. Um, so my number three thing would be to add in the things that are, you know, really getting you down. So, you know, in my practice of journaling, I'm not only talking about the things that I feel really grateful for, I think the minimum of five would be good, but I'm also going to talk about what I'm grieving on. So number three, like get rid of toxic positivity and write down every day things that you are grieving. And maybe this is also an awesome thing to track because there's going to be days where you might have 10 to 20 things that are going wrong and that are causing you anger and fear and anxiety and grief. And other days are just going to be two or three things, but this is a great way to be real, to be authentic and to, to really show yourself how, how you're feeling. You know, this is why I always talk about the different pain bodies, the physical body, the emotional body, mental body, spiritual body. You gotta, you gotta always be examining where you're at. Number four, you can create lists for your day and that helps you plan better. It helps you show up better for meetings. Um, if you're anything like me, things always like come at you at the, like the wrong times. You're like cooking dinner and you're like, Ugh or you're driving and how many of you are like out on a run or being physical and all these awesome ideas come to you. This is why I like to have notebooks all around me. You know, in some of those scenarios, you can use the notepad on your phone. You guys know all this, but what you might not do is set yourself up with journals and notebooks everywhere. And also I think it's cool if they're like pretty or you can kind of like, you know, enjoy holding it, just make journals all around you. For those of you who have been to the dollhouse and those of you who are going to be coming to my new home, my future home, you will know that 
I always have a bunch of notebooks. I'm always taking notes. This is something that not only grounds me and helps me refer back to in business and for like to-do lists like everyone uses, but it's also, again, like my earlier comment, it's a great way to track what is going on in your life and where your pendulum is swinging. You know, like was this season of your life a little bit more personal? Was there a little bit more things on the list about moving boxes and moving expenses and stuff like that. So really cool um, tip there. I'm like pausing why I can read my own scribble because I am looking at my notes because this is important. I said 11. I can't be like going rogue and giving you like 20 or not giving you the 11. So, okay. Number five, this is a really cool new one that I started doing in the last year. I think I've done it in the past, but really like religiously, like making sure that I'm set up for this is writing about your dreams and tracking your dreams every day. How many times have you like known that you had like a really awesome, inspiring or scary or weird dream and you just can't like piece it all together? Um, well, for one, sometimes you just can't piece it all together either because dreams are weird, but two, you don't write it down right as you wake up and you just start to continue to remember less and less of your dream. So if you have your journal right by your bed and start to create a ritual of jotting down what happened in that dream, who was there, you know, water means emotion. You know, if there was something that you have coworkers in versus family members, um, all those things you can kind of, and a spirit animal showing up in your dreams are a thing. Emotion. Sometimes you wake up crying. These are all really great things to start tracking. And again, it, you can get subliminal messages from there. You can get messages from yourself, especially if you start to practice journaling in the morning and in the evening, you can kind of, if you feel stuck in an area, I like to always like write wh what I'm feeling when I go to bed or if I have a question, um, I either like send it to an angel, like ask my grandmother or somebody to help me. And what would this person do? And then sometimes you wake up and you just, not only you can write out your dreams, like I was saying, but sometimes you're, you kind of have like this moment of clarity. I always say in like business decisions, like even when you feel like it's a hell yes, sleep on it you know, really process it, wake up and make sure it still is a hell yes. You can send yourself messages. And I really believe that people are sending you messages when you're sleeping. Okay. Number six, tracking your goals. This is something I've talked about in manifesting and dreaming. I think you've also heard me say 1 billion times that when I was a little girl, all I did was write in my journal all day long. And this was a huge thing that I did. Even as a kid, if I wanted to get good grades, I would write that. And then I would follow back up and tell myself how I did on the test. It was usually not good, by the way, I was never a good student, but honestly love to see that young Katie was always an achiever and always very competitive. I would write about my soccer games. I would write about the time that I wanted to make on my mile run. And then I would follow up with how I did. So I think this is great for you as well to write all your goals down and follow up with yourself. So, you know, I always look back of the previous day and then, you know, keep my journals and look back at them. I think that's probably going to be a question that you guys are going to ask, like, what do you do with all these journals? 
journals, I'm trying to use them and write them into a Word document later because um, that's going to help me write my book. It helps me with content that I do on social platforms like LinkedIn. Like I think of weird things at random times. And so I have to like flip through my notebooks. But I think ultimately in the goal setting place, this is where I flip back all the time and reprioritize the next day. Like that was a number one goal, but we're going to have to pivot because there is water coming from my ceilings or my number one goal this weekend was to sell the, all the big pieces of furniture in my room. Well, guess what? Now I'm going on the fastest plane trip I can get to New York to get there for my friend. So tomorrow my goals are going to look differently, but those priorities don't really change. Your life just does. So it's really good to document your goals so you can track them and keep on pace. Number seven, honoring your physical self and how you're feeling. And what I mean by this is like similar to what I talk about when you're in a yoga class, right? Like some days you're like, yeah, nailed that handstand. And other days you're like, wow, I didn't even realize I was that tight in my back. Um, I think sometimes we get so busy, we numb ourselves with work, with relationships, with moving boxes as I'm like looking, I'm like really trying to be um in this, but we distract ourselves. Sometimes we do it on purpose. Sometimes we do it unconsciously. So taking the moment every day to write about physically how you're feeling, this is always like that root chakra baseline physically. How do I feel today? I'm a little tight. I'm a little tired or actually I woke up feeling energetic. I love that I wrote that this week, by the way, I was feeling so drained and tired from all the emotional and mental strain that I have been going through in the last three weeks. But a couple days today, I was just like, or this week I wrote how great and rested I felt. So I think that's really great for you to also understand your diet. So if you're feeling really tired, if you're talking about how you are physically, that also means like you know, how you're feeding yourself, um, can tie into that. Or maybe you're like, I'm really sore because I did a kickboxing class and I haven't done anything with that high impact the last couple of weeks. These are all really great things to track as you work on your physical wellness, um, for both balance and improvement and, you know, gut health, you know, I think tracking for me with food. It's not about losing weight. It's about what is my body reacting to. Um, some of it's kind of like a no brainer, like, Oh, I had too much French fries and wine with my friend last night. My stomach is a little upset today, but other times it's like, you know, I had oatmeal today and that also didn't feel good. I think you can learn about your body by tracking your food. Super important. Number eight, storytelling. Another thing that I used to do since I was a little girl is always be telling stories. They were imaginative. They were real. Sometimes it's a mix in between. So if you are someone that likes to just document your life and really like be able to think back of exactly what happened, journaling about it, if something exciting happened or something, you know, terrible is happening in your life, it can be very therapeutic. Uh, still to this day, cause I might just be a little emotional, which is amazing. I love being in tune with my feelings. It makes me more real anyway. Um, but it still brings tears to my eyes at times when I read stories that I wrote as a little girl about what was going on in my life, but it has also been such a healing power for me to constantly 
I be talking to that little girl inside of me? Because I have a clear little script of how she was feeling. So when those triggers get boiled up, I can, you know, truly talk to myself knowing, you know, how I felt, how I feel now and kind of get past it. And also storytelling, right? Like, I don't know, talk about the great birthday party you went to. Who was there? How did you feel? What funny stories are there? If you're someone like me who has a podcast or wants to write a book one day, this is really great content that you can like record all the details so you don't forget them. So storytelling. Oh, storytelling, sorry, have to say it, would be another thing that you can do for recruiting. I do a lot of content on social media. Um, I do a lot of content to recruit people to work in the wellness field for my friend Nancy Lodi. So storytelling is really, really great because you can use that content later to also recruit, you know, telling brand stories. Um, you know, it's, it's a journaling is a great way to help your marketing job. You know, you always have some content to pull from. So that was also in the realm of storytelling. Number nine, love letters. I've always been kind of like a Romeo and Juliet gal. Um, those of you who came to my ex-husband and I's wedding, the whole theme of it was called Sweet Love Spell. I used to write poems um, about Jeffrey. Growing up, I was always writing love poems and writing about the boys I was crushing on. But on the flip side, I also used um, writing about love as a way to heal, um, as a well to, as a place to really connect with my higher self on how my heart was feeling. But I remember my therapist when I was telling her back in October that I was, got the opportunity and I was hired to teach yoga in Mexico. And I was super excited to just have this time in this tropical location in this beautiful five-star hotel. I was like, there might be some singles. And she's like, honestly, even if there's not, your homework on this trip is to sit on the beach and write a love poem. And I didn't quite nail that assignment, but it was really fun doing that. And honestly, that's part of the trip. So it almost hits a lot of these things that I talked about in once, you know, it talks about the moment of that trip but it also gave me a free tangible thing to do every day is sit on the beach and write about this future love and try to write a poem about it so love letters Oh, also in love letters, I think another thing that sometimes if you feel like you want to like send that text or like that really wordy email to someone that maybe you broke up with or maybe like somebody you shouldn't be talking to, I think this is a good place to do that. I have like my friends that are listening to this know that I'm one to maybe like overshare, especially when someone should not get that information, a way that I have handled that and become better when I am conscious. I know and I was like, you know what? That person doesn't even deserve to hear that much information, but let me get out my handy dandy journal and write it all out. Cause then again, your body, your soul, and your mind is connecting. And when you close it, I'm telling you, once you do it, you don't feel like you have to send that text anymore. You know, it's like a place to continue to have this ritual of writing it out instead of oversharing with someone who doesn't even care. All right. So number 10, financial support and financial planning. Journaling is a great way for me to 
think of abundance, create ideas for more money in my life, create a healthier relationship with money. It's a way I always just write lists about the bills due, how much money I can spend elsewhere. Obviously, I think there needs to be a platform and a practice in another place, but I think if you're looking for somewhere to start on financial stability and financial health and wellness, it would be to start journaling about it. It's been a game changer for me in the last year. I am going to be talking more about this in 2023 because it's all about money for me, but within six months of focusing, I have paid off four credit cards. I have gotten four new gigs. I almost said three, but I just changed it to four because it is four. I just haven't gotten paid for all those four projects yet. Four new projects came my way, putting more money in my pocket honestly, even the move, right? It's like all this tragedy that I was probably writing in my grief section is also on the gratitude section because now that I'm forced out of my room in like such a like knee jerk time, my friend had an extra room, which is $600 less than I pay now. And then I also am selling all my stuff so I can put that cash into savings and start to invest until I, you know, need more money to, um, get into my new place. I'm going to have money growing because of this. So writing about your finances and journaling about that, I promise you it can be a scary thing. I know when I first started really writing about my finances, it was super embarrassing, but it was also able, you know, the first step is to like awareness and get comfortable telling yourself where you're at. And then you can start asking for help. And I promise you it works. Like there's so much more to come on this as I reach financial wellness and health at a hundred percent, but I know that I'm on that journey and I cannot wait to share with you guys that other side of it because I had a lot of debt. So journaling about my finances was the first step of financial freedom. All right. Number 11, you can manifest. And I know that I told you guys it's just three pages a day, but I think something to think of as you add on layers to this ritual is to manifest three times a day. I've got this journal. I can put the link to it in the show notes. So you guys that want to start this journal with me can do it too. I'm about to buy another one because I love this habit so much. It's 105 days to manifest. And basically the gist is, is you wake up in the morning and you write, you know, three manifest, um, things that you're manifesting. Then in the afternoon you write it six things. Then at night you write nine things and this habit, you do it every single day, three, six, nine. And I always want to like sing, sing that song three, six, nine girls want to drink wine. I think that's how it goes. Um, but I am, I think at day 80 of doing this, a friend of mine gave me this journal for Christmas. So I don't know, it's been about 80 days, a little over two and a half months. And it's interesting, like all the things that are coming forth in my life, I manifested them. And I think when you're writing it out that consistently every single day, telling yourself that you are strong, telling yourself that you are worthy, and then coming back in the afternoon and writing it again, you are strong, you are worthy, things start to happen. And sometimes, you know, be careful what you manifest because I am smack dab in the middle of it. Like I so badly like wanted to move back to the East coast. I so badly wanted to pay off my debt. I so badly wanted a new car and I wrote about it and I manifested it. And all these things are kind of full circle coming my way. So big believer that once you manifest, it can be good. It can be bad. But if you are writing it out intently every single day, three, six, nine, it's going to come back to you. So another powerful practice to add into your journaling. 
All right, guys, those are the 11 tips. I hope that you are listening to this in time to get this started before the new work week. Check it out over the weekend. See how you feel. I promise you journaling is healing and it is a big piece of what we do here at Coffee and Crystals to create this show for all of you wonderful listeners. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Please drop a note in my inbox. All that information is in the show notes. Share the show with a friend. Call me up. Give me a shout out. All of that just keeps me going and fills up my coffee cup. (laughs) All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Just real quick before we go, I just wanted to jump on and remind you guys that this is a self-audited, recorded, created, marketed podcast. So all the shares and the feedback and the support that you can give me is super helpful. So I know you guys are busy, so we just heard about journaling and prioritizing. If you guys could add me to your list to take the time to make sure that you are following the podcast, share the podcast with someone else, send me a message on how this podcast has impacted your life, all of it is super helpful. So today I wanted to just give a shout out to Jason in Texas. He recently gave me a call in his very busy schedule to give me some feedback about listening to the episode with Paula. He felt like that episode was super impactful. He learned about foods to eat for high cholesterol. He learned about the power of the root vegetable beet. He also felt like he was able to go into a coaching conversation conversation with a little bit more confidence after hearing some advice from Paula. So if you haven't heard that episode, check it out. It's Mindful Eating with Paula. And thank you, Jason, for that incredible shout out. You really made my day. All right, guys, have a good one. Stay hydrated.